This week's episode is sponsored by Podcorn. Podcorn is a site that connects podcasters with brands for advertising. They reached out to me about registering for the site, and I had some questions, and they were very quick to respond and very helpful. And they really create a very... uh, risk-free, in my experience, and very uh, non-intimidating way to uh, enter the world of podcast advertising. So thank you, Podcorn, and you can uh, find a link to Podcorn in the show notes for this episode. Good evening, and welcome to the podcast Fall Asleep 2. I'm your host, Jimmy Joe. I'm here to talk about things that are unimportant and uninteresting, until you take this train to Sleepy Town. What a n- evening it is. I am in Highland Park with producers Melvin and Moose. You can hear some air conditioning units from outside, from the neighbors. At least I can where I'm sitting right now. I don't know if they're getting picked up through the microphone. I certainly hope they're not. But that's because there is a heat wave. It's hot. And if you're cold while you're listening to this and you wish you were hot, just pretend that you're me sitting on an ottoman at my table. And I am back again. I have had multiple technical difficulties. This is attempt three at this, uh, or four maybe at this episode. So, let's see what I can do. It's a little late coming out this episode, but we will endure. I'm going to talk about work, which is not something I would probably naturally talk about. But there seems, I think for many, to be a strain, there's a strange comfort in the work that we did previously. As for a lot of us, that has changed now in ways and will continue to change in ways that we're not sure about. So let's see. I'll talk about uh, being a background actor. I've done that before. I've been a background actor. I've been the person responsible for the background actors. I'll talk about the experience as an actor because that might be more interesting to some of you. So if you're with a casting agency, I think it's standard, they will, you'll get a message. Sometimes you look online and they'll post for jobs they need. 
let's say we need a Latino men ages 20 to 35. No visible tattoos. Must be willing to get a haircut in Santa Clarita on Monday at 3 p.m. Or something like that. They'll give you a bunch of details. And if you fit the description and are available, you can email and say, hey, I want to do that. Uh, Or if you're signed up with an agency, they might uh, send you a text. Are you available to work on the following program tomorrow in Culver City at this time? And you say, yes. They say, okay, we'll let you know. And then they might text you later and say, okay, you have the job. Go to this website and put in this code and you'll get all your information. And then you do that and it tells you what kind of clothes you need to bring and where you will park, and often parking is a bit away from wherever you will be shooting, so it'll have directions for that. And then you, in the morning, go to where you're going, often at parking is either security, or if you're on a lot, you'll have to go through a gate and you say, Hi, I'm working background for this show. And they'll say, Okay, come on in and park over there. And you do that. And then you walk to wherever you're shooting. And that can be, sometimes they'll give you a map. At the gate, sometimes there's a map on the email or in the website, depending on how you were cast. Uh, and sometimes you just sort of get lost on the way. And then you get to where you're going, and usually there will be some indication that you're in the right area. There's some tents or chairs or a PA or other background waiting there and you sort of shuffle into whatever line it seems is being formed and then a PA will come right at your when you're called and they'll say okay for all of everyone who's cast as this come over here everyone who's this go over here and you'll check in with them and you'll get your voucher which is sort of like your time card for the day. It has your information on it, and when you your time when you come in, and they have to sign off at the end of the day, and then they send it to the payroll company, and you keep a copy for your records. And then, so you sign in, and then they have you go check with wardrobe. And a costumer will come and they'll look at the outfits you've provided and they'll say, this is great, or they'll give you clothes, or if you're on something that's like a period piece, or if you're a specialized thing, like, like, you know, if you're 
supposed to be like a cop in uniform, then they'll just give you that. And usually if you're something like that, then they will have brought you in the day before to fit your clothes to make sure they have clothes that fit you correctly. And then you get your clothes and then you go and they'll take you to holding. And it's a whole bunch of chairs in some area. And you go and you sit in holding and you just sort of sit there until they tell you to do stuff. And usually there's a craft services set up there and you can eat and drink from it. And if you're non-union, that's the only craft service setup you're allowed to use. And if you're union, you're allowed to have whatever the crew's having. But it's good practice to just stick with the setup they provide for you. And then sometimes there'll be breakfast, and sometimes they'll insist that everyone who's union has to have breakfast, a non-deductible breakfast so that they will not incur meal penalties later if they've had a pre-call. Which means that if they brought you in before the general call time that everyone started at for the day, then that's called a pre-call. And you're due to break for lunch after six hours of work. But they've scheduled it so that lunch will begin six hours after everyone's call. So if you came in earlier, it's going to be more than six hours, probably. So if you are a member of SAG, you can and often are compelled to have what is called a non-deductible breakfast. And that's a 15-minute period in which you sit down and have breakfast and... That will buy them some time. So if you have a non-deductible breakfast that ends at the time of call, of the general crew call, not your call, but of everyone's call, then you don't need to be broken for lunch until six hours from the time your breakfast ends, which is the same time that everyone else will be broken for lunch. So that's why they insisted you NDB for non-deductible breakfast. And if you're non-union, then you are not part of the collective bargaining agreement determined by SAG and the studios or whoever they're bargaining with. You uh, fall under the jurisdiction of state labor laws and you the non-deductible breakfast isn't a thing in the state of California as far as their state labor laws are concerned. So if you're non-union, you either just incur a meal penalty, which is, uh, I think, uh, an hour, an extra hour of your pay rate uh, if you go longer than six hours without having breakfast, or they might break you early. But so you have or don't have breakfast. And usually if you're non-union, they'll still let you have breakfast. Uh, if they're providing breakfast to everyone, they just, you just, it doesn't affect their, the meal penalty situation. Anyway, 
So then you uh, sit around, and they will, eventually someone comes over, and they'll usually give you a rundown of the scenes you're in, uh, so you know what to be doing, of any special information you need to know, and of what generally what they expect for the day. And then you sit around a whole lot more, and then eventually they come back and they get you and they bring you to set. And then, oh, changing too. After you go to wardrobe, usually sometimes you'll have to change and then go back so they can approve it, or sometimes they'll just say, that's fine. Uh, but there's a changing area. You do that before you go sit down. And then you go on to set when they call you to set and you go where they tell you to go and uh, you get some direction and a background PA or an AD will tell you what to do. Sometimes it'll be simple, like stand there and watch the basketball game or sometimes it'll be... They might set up you set you up for a cross. They might say, "Okay, wait here. They can't see you here." And then when you see this person, you know, do whatever, slip on the banana peel. You walk out this door and over across the room to that door, and then through that door. Or uh, if you have props, you might have some props. Oh, your voucher. If costumes has given you a costume to wear. Sometimes they will take your voucher and they'll give it back to you at the end of the day when you give the clothes back. And also props might take the voucher. They have given you a prop like a backpack or a briefcase or a, I don't know, sword. I don't know. You, those aren't, if it's weapons, sometimes there can be some stuff going on. But anyway, they might keep the voucher unless costumes has it. But anyway, also, yeah, props might be, you might just, in the scene, you might sit down and they say, okay, so you're in a restaurant and props might put some food in front of you and say, so feel free to eat this, uh, don't eat that, and, you know, don't finish it all because we don't have any resets or, just, you know, they might just tell you things about the food put in front of you or about anything, whatever the props might be. And then, you know, food is just one example. And then uh, you sit and or stand or whatever you're doing, and they'll finish get every, getting everything set up with you there. And then eventually the actors come in, and then you shoot the scene. Everyone gets set. They call it background action, and that's when you start doing whatever you were told to do, and then they'll call action, and that's when the actors start doing what they're supposed to do, and then they call cut, and then usually they'll say reset, and then you go back to wherever you started the scene, and you get ready to do it again, and you just do that, and then they'll switch camera angles, and they'll send some, they might send you away for certain angles, and they might send you back to holding, or they might say, just stand over here offset because this will be fast. Or they might keep you there, or they might adjust you and say, okay, now stand over here. 
but do the same thing. It's just will look better on camera from this angle with you there and stuff like that. And eventually you finish the scene and sometimes you shoot many scenes and you'll go back to holding between the scenes and sometimes you have to change multiple times and those will have been those changes the costume changes will have been approved by costume so they might say that so they might say okay so we're done with the restaurant scene for those of you who were booked only for the restaurant scene today you can go and change and sign out out front for those of you who are also in the basketball game scene you can go and change into your basketball game scene outfit and then go back to holding and then you do that and you just sort of keep doing that and eventually you might break for lunch and they'll say okay that's lunch the crew is going to go through lunch and then we're going to go through or they might say okay that's lunch let me take you to the background lunch line or if you're on the lot they might just say that's lunch be back here in an hour and then they might tell you like there are food trucks over on this area or there's the cantina in this direction because if you're shooting on location they don't really provide lunch or i mean if you're shooting on location they do if you're shooting on a studio lot they don't really provide lunch and eventually you're done and if you have props you go and give them back to the props people and if you have costumes you go give them back to the costumes people and you get your voucher back and then you go and sign out and they'll look at the time the ADs or PAs who are signing you out will look at the time and they will calculate how long it will take for you to get back to your car and they'll sign you out at that time an AD is an assistant director a PA is a production assistant I realize I don't think I've said that and I don't know how common those terms are for people who don't work in the film industry. Anyway, and then after all that, you go home, and often for background actors, uh, payroll companies cut their checks daily because you probably you know often you'll only work one day a week on a, any given show. And then you keep your voucher and you make sure when your check comes that everything matches up and that you get all your checks. Because if you're working multiple, if you're working five different jobs a week and the turnaround time for the checks is different for each one, it can be confusing to keep track of all your stuff. And maybe at some point in the future, I will do an episode about. The same process, but from the position of the assistant directors and the production assistants, because I've done both. But for now, I'm going to say thank you for listening. I hope everyone's being healthy and happy and safe. If you want to support the show and you are a company, uh, you could purchase an ad like the one at the beginning of this episode. I do pre-roll, mid-roll, post-roll. Different rates for all, different rates for 10 seconds to 60 seconds to whatever you want. And if you are a human, you can 
make a donation at podcastfallsleep2.com. That will redirect you to the Patreon. There are some great bonuses and gifts, or not gifts, but benefits for being a patron. It helps support the show. That's a monthly donation service, but if you sign up and just want to donate once, just sign up, wait till the first donation goes through, which will be the first of the month after you sign up. And then you can just cancel, or you can use PayPal, uh, paypal.me slash podcast tfat. It's podcast T-F-A-T, like to fall asleep to. It's a great place for one-time donations, and that's how I usually get one-time donations. But that's a great way to support the show and offset the costs that I incur making the show. And you can even, easier than that, just whatever you're listening to this on, leave a five-star rating, a kind review. It helps people find the show, and it warms my heart. And if you want uh, to follow the show on social media, the Instagram is podcast to fall asleep to, and it's usually a picture of producers Melvin and Moose. And that's a great way to keep in touch to follow the show. So, thank you so much for listening. I'm Jimmy Joe. Till next week. Sweet dreams.